What's going on, guys? Dexter Johnson here, and I have to give a disclaimer before this episode. So, guys, if you're in the car, pull the heck over. If you're walking on the sidewalk wearing your bedazzled AirPods, stop. Stop where you are and listen. So, this episode, I'm going to be talking about fake news and how it relates in the technology world. What the heck can we do about it? And, you know, I might throw in a political reference here or there. So if you're easily offended or if you feel like your party is always right or if your party is always wrong and you're mad about it, then skip this episode. Otherwise, sit back, relax, and let's get locked and loaded. What's going on, guys? This is Dexter Johnson, and you're listening to yet another episode of In the Weeds, the podcast meant to educate and empower you the listener in this vast world of technology. Let's get into it. All right, guys, so fake news. Fake news has become incredibly popular, especially in the last three or four years. You know, And I feel like we're really losing what fake news is. We're losing that definition. So first and foremost, as I usually do in any explanatory episode, I want to tell you what fake news is defined. So what is it, Dexter? So fake news consists of deliberate disinformation or hoaxes spread through traditional media or online. So the thing is, And the problem that I have is that technology makes it easier for this information to spread. But is that the fault of technology or is it the fault of the people putting the fake information out there? First and foremost, when you're dealing with a Twitter, a Facebook and Instagram, these online platforms, they are designed to push media out there. It's designed to push it out to many people. Is designed for ease of use, it's designed for easy sharing. So when you combine all of these things into this terrible mold of toxicity in which certain arenas have been painted for us, then you're going to get bad information being spread out there. It's going to spread like wildfire. You're going to have people believing that the squ- that the sky is green when all actuality it is blue. So the thing is, technology has to do better at detecting, deleting and moving away from it. No matter the source, if CNN accidentally publishes something about technology or publishes something that is fake and publishes it to Twitter and Facebook, then those platforms need to do better error checking. Now, that does mean deep diving into one, the link, seeing the source, and two, the contents of that link. And I'm not going to say fact checking, but fact checking has to be done. So it's like, can an algorithm do that? It's tough because Facebook has failed at this. Twitter has failed at this. We still see fake news proliferation And it's like what you have to do is that you really have to find that one centric source that you can trust. And the thing is, we often get fake news and confirmation bias confused. We see our president 
every time something comes up that this guy disagrees with, oh, it's fake news. That crap must be fake. And many other politicians are guilty of it, too. At the end of the day, shut up. It's not fake news if you disagree. It's fake news if the facts are incorrect. The thing is now is that the way that it's been spun in politics is that it's been spun in a way that if I'm not in agreement, if it does not meet my thought bubble, if it is not in my collective group in which everyone agrees with me, then it's wrong. It's not factual. And there is no way that it can be true. But it's a societal problem. And the thing is, like I said, tech companies, they're built to spread information quick and do it cheap. But when we have no way to detect what is real and what is fake, then we're going to have an issue. And there have been studies, there have been psychological studies shown that calling out conspiracy theories with the truth makes people believe false stuff even more, even more. So it is tough. This is a tough problem. But according to an article that I've read on NBC News, it's absolutely ridiculous. There are hopes. There have been journalistic approaches by Internet entrepreneurs hoping to lend their expertise by creating organizations. Guess what? Offering a community of news gatekeepers acting as sheriffs of the Wild West of the Internet. And, you know, one of the one of the solutions that I pose is that we have one platform that essentially plugs into the rest of them with verifiable sources. So instead of thinking that Facebook can solve the problem, instead of thinking that Twitter, Instagram, any other source out there, Reddit can solve the problem, there should be an overarching company or someone out here that says, hey, these are vetted news sources for this arena. So if we're talking about U.S. politics, these are vetted news sources. If we're talking about Europe politics, we can say these are vetted news sources for this. If we're talking about technology and if you're reporting on technology, we can trust The Verge. We can trust LifeWire. We can trust XYZ it scans against those. And I feel like if we have this third party company that isn't at the helm of all of the regulation regarding the social media networks and all of these networks connect and funnel through that, then that can be that one thing to rule them all to help vet all of this crap out of here. So yes, guys, technology can help is not 100% the problem because at the end of the day, we have to differentiate between fake news and news that we don't like. Just because you don't like it and just because it doesn't align with your thoughts or your thought bubble, it does not mean that it is wrong. Fake news is deliberate disinformation or hoaxes, period. And we have to do better at doing that. And I believe that a third party implementation, another player in this game that's outside of everyone else, it can help. So, guys, let's think about it. This has been another thought experiment on this episode of In the Weeds. Guys, 
I'll holler at you.